station <laughs> you rubber it welcome everyone to our part one of our instructional education session on trains of the orient every train starting from the year 2000 BC where uh, where trains were actually invented by samurai as a way of secretly having gay sex that's a different kind of train. No, it's the same kind. They just oh. rode them to have to see discreet places to have gay sex with each other. Hey, man. If you're the baddest dude in the Orient, you're gonna limit yourself? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I get tied down. Yeah. By these holes. Yeah, holes plural. What one one hole's good enough for me? Thank you. <clears throat> and that's. And that's uh, the manhole. I don't know. Oh, it's a manhole, all right. Um, uh, I'm fried. Oh, no. I'm fried. I'm fried, yeah. I'm, I've got boiled alive. Oh, I thought I, you meant you were back on the weed. No, 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 no. Uh, I Wait, hold on. I should be recording okay. this. Okay. What did you say about... Being fried? I, I I got burned alive. I uh, uh, Connor invited me over, and he's like, "Hey man, uh, do you want to come over and hang out?" And I I've got a he has an inter office smash tournament to prepare for, so he enlisted my assistance oh, as a hero of the smash games. You know, yeah, pretty yeah. good. And uh, and then after a little bit, we're like, "Wow, this new smash game sucks. Uh, let's go in the hot tub." So we went in the hot tub. It's meanwhile, it's ninety-five degrees out. I'm sorry. Who has so, a hot tub? Uh, C Connor, his apartment complex has a hot tub in it. Oh. Um, okay. So he's like, "Yeah, let's go in the hot tub." I'm like, "Okay." And then once you get into a hot tub, it's actually really hard to get out because you're you're not quite aware of what's happening until you until like you try to get out like twenty minutes later. Yeah, and I, I, I step out of the hot tub like, oh my fucking god, I'm going to pass out. And I, I, I think, I'm not convinced that I actually drove here. I might have just teleported. It's a miracle I didn't get to a fucking car accident back on my way back to my place. Um, yeah, I was basically, 
I was basically fucking swimming in in, in my mind, you know. Uh, it was nuts. Um, it sounds so intellectually stimulating. I'm at I'm operating at like a three out of ten right now. Um, uh, jokes will go over my head, and I won't remember basically anything that I've learned in my entire life. I my body's still reeling from what I've wrought upon it. Uh, well, who 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 does jokes anymore? Well, you're talking are... about like, like setups and payoffs. Yeah, I don't like those. It's all about quips now. It's all about talking about samurai having uh, sex with each other. More like a sex train, am I right? That one, that one sounds familiar. Um, yeah, it's a good thing I'm operating on 100% of my cylinders. Oh, I see that you're back, you're back on the powder then. You're back on the, the goodness. Um, yep. Uh, I, uh... Fuck, yeah, man, we both suck tonight, huh? I was talking to... I, I was on a set recently, and I was like, you know, I was doing lighting. That's oh, I was like, on a set. Oh, was, that's my uh, thing. And uh, I was, one, of my, one, of, one of the dudes I was boy? working with... Uh, yeah, yeah I wish I was the best boy. Uh, one of the dudes I was working with comes over, and we're just having a conversation. I'm like, hey, man, have you ever taken, like, uh, like Adderall or anything? He's like, right. oh, dude. <laughs> He's like, He's like, yeah, dude, I got, like, five on my vodka right now. And I'm like, of, of course this dude has access to illicit Adderall. And he's like, and I'm like, yeah, think about getting a prescription. He's like, oh, no, dude, get Vyvanse. It's way easier to get a prescription from Vyvanse. He's like, I got one of these Adderalls left. But yeah, let me know if you get your hands on Vyvanse, bro. And uh, I, now I'm a little bit afraid of uh, taking amphetamines for my attention deficit problems. Why? Because yeah. that one conversation you have with a guy? I see myself. I saw myself in him in that moment. <laughs> you know, you know when you're driving by a homeless person and inside it, for one moment you look at them like a human and not just kind of like a blight or a stain upon society and you see humanity sure. inside of them. You look into each other's eyes and you see yeah. your grandfather or a cousin or something, you know? That's that's what it was like in that moment and I saw myself in him. You saw yourself seeing God and writing screenplays for nine hours at a time. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Or, or just or more likely than not, masturbating until my dick bleeds. Uh, that's, I mean, that's more meth. But maybe if you take enough Vyvanse, you can make it happen. You can get there. Oh. Uh, What's going on in Declan land? Um, uh, um, what were we just, what were we just talking about? Uh, you're you're gonna buy either uh, a new computer because you're your old. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 computer code guy. So I like uh, amphetamines are like uh, I don't know what the uh, equivalent would be, but it's like that's our that's our pastime. That's our culture. It's just like caffeine mm -hmm. or something. It's like oh man, don't wake me up until I've had my coffee. Don't don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Don't talk to me till I've just crushed fucking four caps of Adderall on my counter. Yeah, like I, if I ever got a, hand, a hold of some Adderall, I would probably just wait. I would say the, you know, if I only had one, I would wait until I had to program something and then just fucking see what happens because I just, uh, I can't think of a better way to spend. I've seen co I've seen comments in code that are just like, 
I'm sorry, I don't know what this does. I was on 90 meg- milligrams of Adderall, <laughs> and I was seeing God when I wrote this code. And I don't, I don't know, I don't know how it works. <laughs> it's like so, I want to be there. I've been working out so intensely recently, um, where I've just, you know, I drink like 300 milligrams of caffeine and then go to the gym, mm. and uh, I, I mean, c- caffeine's a culturally accepted thing. I mean, obviously. Everyone drinks it basically all day. Uh, that I swear to God, that thing is like borderline psychedelic at times. There are times where I'm just straight up seeing visions because I, you're <laughs> you're so locked in. You know, like you're on 300 milligrams of caffeine and you're just biking. You're just biking harder than you've ever biked it before in your entire life. See, I, I alternate. I, I alternate back and forth between thinking that caffeine isn't even real and that it's just placebo. And thinking that it's going to kill me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, it's a uh, it's a weird one. I don't like it. Uh it's great when utilized properly. Because if I drink a little bit now, I just get tired. You know, I'll just kind of get a little sleepy. But you yeah. need to you need to break through that. Like, honestly, don't even fucking approach me with anything that's not like two shot two shots of coffee. If I'm not taking mm-hmm. 180 milligrams, it's not even real to me. Yeah, I like I it's just the problem for me is that I can't tell the difference between having just under enough caffeine and having way too much. The secret both, is that way too both, much is what you want. They both involve excessive yawning and like anxiety. Uh and I'm just like, "Wait, if I if I, if I, I don't remember when I last took a caffeine pill. That's the problem with caffeine pills. Very tiny, very easy to take. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, wait, did I take one 10 minutes ago or have I taken none today? Is, is, oh, yeah. Am I on any caffeine at all? Uh, yeah, I've also been like just straight up abusing like ibuprofen um, just to, you know, because I, mm-hmm. again, I am working out so hard, like well beyond what my body is supposed to be doing, you know, so. It's really easy to slam 600 milligrams of, of uh, or whatever the measurement is, you know, yeah. eight, eight pills of, or, or, or three pills of ibuprofen, and mm-hmm. then an hour later be like, did I take those? I don't even know, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, 600 you know, is not too much. No, I think you're pretty yeah. much, and if you're not like taking it with anything else, you're probably mm-hmm. not going to have stomach bleeding problems or anything, but um, who knows? Uh, but yeah, you know, like, I'm a man on a mission right now. How many chances in your life do you have to be like cut? You know, I've, you have only got like, yes, you really a, only have until like 30 to gain muscle maybe. Yeah. So I've, I might as well, while I, well, I have the chance. Cause it, I want to be able to look back at one point and be like, Holy fuck. I can't believe it. I was cut. I was, I must've been crazy to even <laughs> attempt that, <laughs> you know, because I, I it, I've been for the longest time. No wonder time. I had that heart attack at 36. <laughs> eh, fuck it. It's not like I'm gonna get married, you know. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. like, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I uh, for my for my profession, I shoot a, like a lot of weddings. Which, if you wanna, <laughs> I mean, that's my job is that I shoot I, I shoot wedding video right now. And, um, if you wanna just completely overanalyze everything that exists about relationships and dig way too deep into like subtle, uh, kind of like micro microscopic. Um, I don't minutia? even know. Yeah. Just like the minutia of relationships. 
that's a good route to go because I'm out, I'm about like 50 weddings deep at this point, and I'm always just amped on caffeine the entire time because you have to go you have to be in go mode for eight hours. Yeah, and uh, um, I, I mean, when you get to like hour six or seven, you're on you know you're fucking on the edge, and uh, I'm yeah, just, like even even the reception, huh? You're just you're just uh, taking pics. You have to. Picks. You have to. The, 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 I just shot one where like usually they know. Uh, they know enough to assume that you're going to get the proper amount of coverage, but the one I just shot, which I mean, it, it understands. I understand why you know they paid for it. They're like, can you make sure that you're getting coverage of literally the entire night of dancing, which is four hours long, by the way, four hours <laughs> of dancing, uh, and it's just like her and her fucking three friends out of the dance floor, and she wants to cover. She wants the wobble covered. She wants the cupid shuffle covered. She wants toxic covered. Slide. Electric slide, yeah, of course. Throw it Old in there. Throw it on the fucking in pile. There. Old Town Road, you bet your ass. Uh, <laughs> and she wants it all covered. And I'm like, girl. What's the uh, Bruno Mars song? All of them. I, oh my god, Bruno <laughs> Mars. <laughs> the bane of my goddamn fucking existence. There's, there's amazing. There's grenade. There's, uh, 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 um, I, I think I want to uh, marry uh, you. Uh, uh, there's uh, 24 Karat Magic. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all him. He mm-hmm. he owns it. He owns the wedding stage right now. Um, and anyway, yeah, no, I mean, you hear the same song so many times, and you hear the you see people dancing to this fucking bullshit <laughs> so often. <laughs> Were the last time was it the last wedding I was at? I think it might have been. God, that was a while ago. That was like twenty uh, twelve. No, no, no. You you were at a wedding recently. Oh right. Okay, the wedding before that. It was 2012, mm. and the reception started. First song they played was Electric Slide, and I walked outside. Yeah, <laughs> I no, walked out. I and, I sit, and I sat on the on a bench in the park, in the, like the woods nearby. <laughs> I've a, uh, I mean, like, look, <laughs> I for my entire life have maintained that stigmas against white people and their dancing have been overblown. No. But, it is so fucking true. It's ridiculous. I cannot. The the bait of my existence is the woman above forty. The white woman above forty is the worst demographic for dancing for sure. Because they do these like little hand shimmies and shit, and they're like, like bitch, just get off the floor if you're not gonna commit. <laughs> what do you? What, what do you? What do you even? Hand what are you even like, living like for? They're, like they're raving. Like they're doing little hand. Like they're. It, it's. They'll just look at each other. And they're like, whoa, and then they'll shake their hands. Like just in the air. You know, like uh, you know, you know, Soy Jack. You know when Soy Jack gets yeah. excited oh, about yeah, things. Yeah. It's almost like that. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, and, and then you. But here's the thing. Like, obviously, these are ridiculous things to get annoyed at. Because it is the happiest moment of someone's entire life. <laughs> it's this weird, this weird sort of disconnect of like, these are people who are seeing their family members like for the first time in years. They're just, they're getting drunk and having a great time together. And, you know, this, this woman and this man just got married and they're on cloud nine. And I'm just completely fucking over it. And it's like, you know, I've had way worse jobs. I mean, like, this is a fucking cakewalk compared to some of the stuff that I've done. You know, I've done, like, fucking physical labor and stuff. And um, it's just takes you to really weird, dark places when you combine it with caffeine. Like, caffeine crashes in tandem with, with 
white people dancing to Bruno Mars is like, I think this might be the downfall of Western civilization. <laughs> like, you know, it just, you just look at it and you're like, oh, the excess of humanity. What have we done? Because <laughs> you, you watch as, as like pounds and pounds of food are just shoveled into fucking garbage bags. And then, you know, the wedding itself costs like fucking $50,000. And everybody's so fucking wasted and they're at their worst, you know. And uh, it's – I don't know why I'm just ranting about why fucking shooting buddies Weddings now. sound cool. They suck. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're making them sound too much fun. No, no, no. But that is kind of – that is also like – it's not even to say that I hate this. It's just fun to like – there are a lot of nights where I just send messages to people and, and it's like you have an hour long conversation about um, just just uh, uh, about uh, I don't even know. I don't, I'm not even going to go any further on it. Stewing in the corner. Just, uh, uh, but, oh, just but then they point at you. They're like, hey, can you get this? Yeah, You're like, uh, oh, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> I'm going to fucking chuck and jive. Guys. Can you drink? Are you allowed? Do you just, uh, go, um, you know. Some? Sometimes, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes it's like, boy, I really need a vodka Red Bull right now to get me through this, you know? And uh, that mm. works. It gets the job done. Uh, yeah, sorry for ranting about my job, but... Uh, That's okay. Uh, again, hey, it's like... Hey, it's a, good th- it's a good thing no one was watching. Uh, looks like Mage is finally here. He just sent us a text. I guess that's his preferred... Uh, Probably feels exclusive, communication, huh? Communication now. So many Tippy images. Why do you have so many pictures of Tippy, man? These aren't even like horny images from Gochiusa. It's just the bunny. Whatever. Uh, all right. Well, you're done venting, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, that, that, again, <laughs> it's fun, though. Anyway. Uh, well, so you're, you're going to maybe buy a computer. Uh, yeah, I got a by a computer. Steven, oh, that's what I should talk about is, I don't know, this one can't go too long because I gotta wake up early tomorrow, but um, I'll send horny images. <laughs> you know, that wasn't a request. I can find my own No, Thank please, you. please do send horny images. Oh, god damn it. Uh, I remember when I had a PS3, this is probably like 2008, I didn't, like, um, like, you know, random people would just send you uh, friend, friend requests. And I was friends with this random guy on the PlayStation Network. Uh-huh. And one day he messages me and he goes, you got any girl pics, mate? <laughs> what? <laughs> he asked me if I had any girl. So I sent him a bunch of pornographic images that I had. And he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I just like, spent a while. Well, he was British, obviously, because he said mate. Uh, oh, uh, you know what? There might have been peak Great Britain uh, concerned about pornography. He might, he, might have, he might have been stashing up. You know, because they're always on the verge of banning porn, you know? Yeah, they're always, they're like, about to, like, yeah, there's, you know, like, the green text about you having to go to a telly booth to, <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to request five minutes of wank time, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've seen them oh, all. Oh, you've done you used up all your them. wank chips this week already. Oi! You're going to have to save up your wank. Oh, but it's about to boil over, sir, please. You, there's, a, there's, a, there's a news story going around about um over the course of years and years this one sperm donor oh yeah had uh dozens of kids and like at least 
at least like 10 or 15 of them have hard autism and then every time the women meet him he's fucking like hot and fucking cool as shit <laughs> um why uh, is anybody surprised it's fucking you God can't damn. why would you ever trust it you you know you you just need to pick the hottest uh or it's it's the sperm donor or the guy who actually does the the, the procedure no, no, no! The real sperm. This is a diff- This is not the doctors coming into oh, the. Oh, I see. I see. This okay. is like they, they picked have... him based on the quality of his sperm because he looks like all sexy and stuff. No, he has great like family history, like education. You know all the stuff you put uh. on, and like then they meet him, and also he's like hot and smart, and uh, <laughs> and all their fucking kids have autism and have to have after being special ed. Oh my god! Oh, uh, that man's my hero now. Um, it's so funny. <laughs> I mean, probably not optimal from a survival of his name perspective or his gen- genome, you know. Um, but you you posted something on Twitter recently about a dude who, uh, like, he was the doctor that performed the, you know, the oh, that's like that's not one doctor. That's like an episode. Like one out of ten in vitro fertilizations is just the doctors come. Like. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, what do you why what, uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's why you just have to pick a sexy doctor and it's not a problem. You give someone else, you, you give a woman, someone else's come. That's like more how that's a level of cuckoldry. That's that no human <laughs> can. How the fuck would you even do that? I, I'm saying yeah. like, honestly, it just makes more sense. It makes more sense to give girls your own come. Yeah, if they're trusting you with the procedure, not the other guy. Where's the other guy? Yeah, he yeah he's, he's just some fuck up. He, you know, he like he he might be like, uh, you know, he might be like upper management at like a company or something, but he's not a doctor. He's not a cum doctor. The fucking audacity to come to a guy and and be like, hey, give me someone else's jizz, please, and just oh, honestly, it's insulting. <laughs> just what you know? What are you doing? Yeah, why don't you just like. I mean, obviously, there's the barrier of uh, if you if, if you just get some dude to knock you up, then, you know, they're on the hook for some money and nobody wants that shit. But, you know, we could just get we'll, we'll write this shit into law. I'll come fucking knock you up. I'll give you I'll give you the seed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm shooting weddings right now, but who knows? Reasonably sh- good shape. I'm shooting weddings. I could shoot my fucking. Oh, I'll give you fucking plenty of weddings, girl. You want fucking grandkids? I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you five hundred thousand little, little uh, grooms. <laughs> I just uh, we, last time we were talking, we we were on the drug subreddit. The guy was talking about how he's <laughs> talking about how every time he comes, he's imagining how thousands and thousands of generations of his seed are dying when he jerks off because of an acid trip he had. Yeah, I've I've legitimately considered making an account and just like just yelling at people on the drug subreddit, but I know it would be completely fruitless, but they're so fucking stupid. I'm just thinking like, why is no one capitalizing on this? Why, why is no one getting in here and just being like, ah, you got the name. You You've already got the, the Twitter name. Why don't you just go, you know, spread our, advertise spread ourselves by yelling at druggies. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, dude, it's, it's fucking 2019. Viral marketing day, makes I, no sense. At the end of the day, I lose because, uh, uh, because I'm the one who's spending time uh, being mad. Although, uh, one thing I do need to capitalize on is, uh, in terms of advertising is I found a clip of us. Uh, we're just talking, and then you said you're going to name your kid Chen. And then I said, I just randomly come up with, 
I saw a video of a Chinese guy cooking a rat today, and <laughs> it's pretty funny. And I need to post that because uh, a- uh, anti-Chinese racist podcast clips are all the rage right now. So I got to really uh, 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 get in on that. Well, I for one love the party. I'm a big fan of the party. Um, <laughs> no, it's more 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 of a race thing, and not a. I don't know if any. Uh, I don't know if any New York media people have any uh, uh, appreciation for the party itself, but it's. The uh, have you have you seen the new, um, the guy that the the new SNL hire had a podcast that I was somewhat I wasn't really familiar with, but I did listen to a couple times. And there's they hired SNL hired an Asian guy and also this guy, and then someone just posted a clip of him just like doing a, a Chinese guy voice. Oh on his boy! Uh, wasn't that like half the material for SNL in like the early eighties? Well, think about Mad TV. Think about the shit they had Bobby oh, Lee doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, I just watched that new Chappelle show special. Uh, you mean Dave, a new Ch- Dave Chappelle? I'm sorry. I'm, I always, it's a Freudian slip. because most the man of the is just, the, you don't even think of him as a human. That's why he left, you piece <laughs> of shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, first, I think he can cry himself to sleep on the legacy of having the best sketch show of the millennium lockdown. I, I realized, yeah, when, when he started coming, like, you know, he's been coming back and I realized I had never really watched that much Chappelle's show. Like I, I never actually just like sat down and watched like the fucking Prince and the, um, uh, uh, Oh God, what's his name? Fucking, uh, bitch. I'm, uh, Oh, come on. You know, help, help. No, you gave me nothing to work with. This you is the one sketch fit. that everyone knows. Uh, something uh, brown, you know. Uh, fine, I'll do it. That's I'll okay. Do it. Yeah, I'll that's do it all myself. Right. I'll um, explain some of my favorite Chappelle shows. Rick bits. James. I'm Rick oh, James. Oh, yeah, Bush. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick James and Prince. And I watched those, and those are from like 2002 or whatever, and they're fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. The, the racial draft is will forever be funny because it's like, that's the concept amazing. is innately funny, but yeah. his his ability to work just perfect punchlines into everything. Wayne Brady, just, yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah, no, um, great show. And so I watched his new stand up special, which everybody's been talking about. So there's no point in really going into it. Um, but uh, he hits some straight up fucking a little bit of like uh, a little bit of racial stereotype faces at some points during that special. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, he just doesn't care or he, maybe he cares a lot. And that's the whole point is that I think he, I think he might be intentionally throwing himself on the cross for comedy. Like he's like, he's, uh, decided to blow everything the fuck open because he's the funniest comedian of millennium, like millennium. And he basically can't take that away from him and his legacy is secured and his money game secured. So he can do whatever he wants or he can do whatever he pleases um but anyway enough of this topical bullshit let's talk about that's obscure chinese voices all right okay three two both of us three to just sacrifice the rest of your life okay ready hello my name is daniel chen that's the 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 stereotype that they assimilate better than other races is uh, also extremely harmful by the way okay 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 you're fucking canceled buddy gotcha boom that was my plan all along nope too late all right. The other thing I want to talk about is that Stephen and I watched Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> oh, boy. How was that? Oh, holy shit, dude. 
I that uh, good, huh? <laughs> I was not prepared. Um, because people seem to genuinely like that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's um, it's not what I would call quote unquote genuinely good. Oh, but it has enjoyable elements. Well, uh. you, the thing people always say about that movie is like, you know, this is the best 2005 movie I've ever seen, right? Yes. So, like, imagine sort of that, like, 2005, like, sort of schmaltz, uh, like, uh, uh, um, schlockiness. Yeah, the sensibilities it, of that It time. goes so far into that shit that I could not fucking believe it it felt it feels like a nickelodeon tv movie on acid and a 200 million dollar budget it's it's insane marshall ali every time he was on screen i was bent over laughing i could not stop laughing <laughs> no i love him i love I him was, though what happened what no do you he's he's amazing he's the best part of that movie i was fucking crying every time he was on screen i was i was just uncontrollably cackling because he because he like and i remembered he's playing blade he's gonna be blade Mm -hmm. and he's basically just like this matrix dude and he's always in this fucking black trans black everything yeah black sunglasses just staring straight ahead so seriously it's incredible and it's just his face just makes me laugh so hard because he reminds me of like nelly or some (laughs) mid-2000s singer and also he's playing two different dudes so what the big bad is I don't I don't remember the OVA. We watched the OVA. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, remember yeah. if the bad you know there was Vector. He plays Vector. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if in the OVA Vector was being controlled by the the big bad in the floating city, but in the movie he's like he is sometimes inhabited by the, the ultimate bad guy who when he turns into that guy, he his eyes turn blue. Um so like he has to switch between those two personalities like mid scene and it's so fucking funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. And uh spoiler alert, this is kind of a I mean, this is a this is a big kind of a big spoiler. There's never gonna be another one of these movies, so whatever. But like there's this ridiculous the big bad, this character, he's this mad scientist looking guy with his like wacky white hair and these circle yeah, yeah, glasses. Yeah. And he's so fucking stupid looking. And at one point, someone like opens up like their beeper, and his face is on it. And it was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. Of these, you know, these silly little circle glasses. And then his glasses come off at the very end of the last shot of the movie. So his glasses coming off. It's Ed Norton. Fuck yeah! <laughs> it's just like fucking. And Stephen and I are just like, what? It's a twist. It's, gonna... it's a twist only as like, it's the it's actor. Which well, is, yeah, because it's like he's in two shots of the movie, and it's fucking Ed Norton. <laughs> yeah, that's with some wild oh. shit. It's like a just um, ridiculous. They just because he's like the character wouldn't be recognizable in any way. I've noticed this recently in like several things where the the like they reveal a character, and the reveal is that it's played by a person rather than the character actually being in the thing. Because yeah. people that aren't familiar enough with the source material to really know. Like in that fucking Fantastic Beasts movie or whatever, the the Harry Potter spinoff thing. Yeah. Like they revealed Grindelwald, and the reveal is not that Grindelwald, the character, is in the movie. Well, the obviously. reveal is that fucking Johnny Depp is playing Grindelwald, and it's just okay. like, what the fuck is this? Like, you're like, I don't know what the, what, what are you, what are you selling me? You're not selling me, 
the the <laughs> character you're selling me this actor and it's just weird yeah, i guess that like kind of breaks the, the third the fourth wall in a weird in a weird way yeah um yeah but that's but, so man, far out the window at this point with franchise adaptations yeah man alita is so fucking retardedly stacked cast wise which is why it's so much crazier because of how stupid and corny all of it is the writing is so goddamn awful the is it just like the most could i could i write the movie like do you think if i just picked lines like this seems like a line that would be in the movie about her questioning her own sentience as a robot lady you know what i mean and then yeah i mean it's yes absolutely but also there's some parts that are cringe like on purpose like there's one she gives a whole speech in a bar and she's like, we must join together. And she gives a whole 30-second speech. And I was, like, writhing in my seat, being nice. like, oh, God. Um, and fucking, uh, yeah, all the writing is, like, embarrassing. And, like, um, the big the big uh, robot guy, Gruvishka, who's played by uh, Rorschach, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is just, like, a big brute. And then suddenly, like, for one scene, his lines are, like, almost Shakespearean. It's so fucking bizarre. Most of the dialogue is like is like kid movie, but it's like a PG thirteen movie, and there's a lot of violence. It's a uh, yeah. No wonder it only made money in fucking China. It's so confusing. I don't know who the audience was. I mean, I loved it. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Help. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a, that's a gang stalking must see. I'm gonna have to say. Oh, throw the fucking official seal of approval on it. God damn. Also, she's pretty hot. She got the big eyes. Yeah. Uh, um, before we actually get into the meat of this episode, I'm going to pee. Okay. And then we'll just fucking power. We'll, we'll discuss. We're going to. That's another Freudian slip. This is great. This is going great. So far. If fucking Robin Mask isn't watching, I'm going to be so pissed. He suggested both of us. He suggested both of these things to us. And we watched them for him. He's not even going to listen to them. I'm fucking pissed, dude. I'm not really. You want some Alita? I got that too. Angry Mage distributor, pornography distributor. All right. Apocalyptic. Had to pour, pour myself some slow oh. gin. Slow gin. Slow gin. S L O E. You're in tune with the youth. Um, oh, I'm hip and with it. Steven was telling me about some cocktail that all the kids are drinking that involves whiskey and tastes like peanut butter. <laughs> what's it called he he couldn't remember he, he the best he could come up with with, with he bet the best he could come up with was screwball but i know that's already a cocktail that's different a screwball whiskey that's a thing oh okay uh what the fuck oh yeah it? it's yeah I, I you know i saw that at a fucking liquor store and i'm like Oh, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, he so said it was. I, he said it was. He said a bunch of like college kids recommended it to him, and it was sickly sweet and like disgusting. Yeah, no, I I I uh, saw that in the liquor store and immediately turned my fucking nose up at it because I'm like, that sounds repulsive. Huh. What the hell is it? Peanut butter and jelly, old fashioned? No, that's not it. Yeah, it's just a, like a peanut butter whiskey. Weird. That's yeah, that's repulsive. It's not even a cocktail. It's just a brand of. You know oh, it's oh a. My- Oh my god, that with his website. It's just straight up frat girls on the front page. I uh you know something's bad news when people describe it as quote unquote dangerous? It's like, oh that's dangerous. So I'm like, that just means that you're a fucking That means it lame. tastes good usually. Yeah, it just means it tastes good. Like what do you it, it, like white claws? White claws are the new dangerous thing. It's like Oh, oh god, that 
White claws. Oh uh, yeah, I was like that fucking um, blatant uh, advertising campaign where they got all the fucking news websites to report that there was a shortage of white claw. Is the oh, most yeah. obvious shit, and everyone was talking about how there's a shortage of white claw. I went to my grocery store. And there were fucking ten boxes of it in the fridge. Bullshit. I knew it instantly as soon as I saw that headline. I could see through the. I could see through the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It just I exploded too quickly. Uh, that being said, I did buy a box of white claws. This is before. I bet it's like pretty the, good. I we is bought it, a, is it basically the new floor for loco with no caffeine. Uh no 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 it's it's like a sparkling water so it, I thought it's it was even, like fourteen percent or something crazy like that no 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 Four Loco is developing their own which will be fourteen percent which I will happily drink uh, oh, White Claw is a regular amount of alcohol White Claw is like five percent and oh, okay. uh, but so my my boys and I went to a baseball game a Triple A AAA baseball game and we Ooh. we went we got in the stadium and we look up and we see that because we had only ever gone on two dollar beer night. And we noticed that, wow, holy fuck, they want to charge us $11 for a beer. Oh, so yeah. we, we exit the stadium, go out to, go out to a gas station nearby, <laughs> pick up a box of White Claws, and then each crush three White Claws in the, ga- in the parking lot of the stadium. And then stumble <laughs> our way into the fucking stands. And then you only need one beer, and you can keep it going. Fuck, dude, I was barely able to stand up, because you can drink them. I mean, it's the easiest thing in the world to chug. Which uh, I, think yeah, is the I, knew there, I knew there must be something about him. Like, okay, easy to drink. Mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath for what the is the flavor even? I know I'm very out of the loop here, but what, is it citrus well, or is it what is? Have you, you know, had what, sparkling water? Because it's basically like flavored sparkling water. Well, what's so, the flavor though? There are any number of flavors. There's a oh, lime okay. flavor. A, a, a I didn't know if there was a default. Flavor. No, no, no. You usually get the variety pack. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'll just stick with my uh, vodka and uh, vodka. Old English. I don't know. Just vodka. Yeah, sure. Um. Okay. We really should a- uh, actually talk about the. Uh, oh, the other. You know, we only record a podcast every once in a while, and I want to talk about how hard it is to buy DualShock Fours. I got a little. Uh, I had a. I got a little. I had a little bit of a heated gamer moment with my DualShock Three the, the <laughs> other night. No, and it's lasted a while. <laughs> what? What? This was de- this Dark Souls did this to you? Of course it did. Oh no! I was mad. About, I, 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 uh, I had some contention with the design of that game at some point during the night, and I barely remember it because I was a little tipsy. But uh, I, at some point, I smashed the controller, and it did survive, except the analog stick, the right analog stick, started sticking in the upper left corner. Mm. Uh, so now I got to pick up a new controller, and they block all of them. Apparently, people steal those. Makes sense. Uh, so I went it's pretty to small. Two, two different stores. It's not that small. There's a whole box. I don't know. I um, uh, multiple multiple attempts. And uh, you linked me to Best Buy, so I'll do that. Thank you. There you go, buddy. Yeah. Um, power to the players, my man. Anyway, oh, yeah. I uh, I I sometimes when I'm playing Super Smash Brothers with David, <laughs> things get a little heated. And I may or may not have thrown my controller out on the driveway in front of our <laughs> house when we were living together. And uh, it's all fucking scuffed up and shit. Nice. And I ended up getting a new controller because like my buttons were completely fucked because it's an 18-year-old controller. Yeah. And I swapped out the exteriors Wait, of the 18, controller. Is it an Xbox 360 controller? What? No, for Smash? It's a GameCube controller. 
Oh wow, you have an actual GameCube controller. Yeah, 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 bunches of them. And uh, I swapped so out the internals, and um, I have like the super scuffed up controller, but the buttons move pretty well, which is pretty sweet. I think it's like battle hardened. Yep. Anyway, we got to talk about these movies. We got to do it. Yeah, we really do. Um, these movies are recommended by. Um, he has. He's a man of many names, and he fucking hates Aaron Carter. Look, man, I don't know what you want me to do. Maybe you suggest some fucking star, some songs. Um, yeah, our friend Robin Mask or Eight Star Kaijin. I thought it, I always thought it was Eight Star Kaiju. It's Kaijin. Similar. Um, recommended us a couple of uh, movies, and we watched both of them because we don't have anything better to do. Oh yeah. Um. And uh, we should, I think we should talk about Tetsuo first because it's the one you've seen. Yes, I got the opportunity to see a restored copy of Tetsuo in theaters. Um, it, oh, was wow. film, it was a film restored. presentation. Oh, huh. Yeah. Real ass film. Yeah. Interesting. Tetsuo, The Iron Man. Yes. Um, 1989. Micro-budget um, Japanese independent film. I wonder how micro budget. There's the 99% of this movie is practical effects. I heard so. the number $30,000 thrown around. Okay. Uh, which is nothing. <laughs> and That's based, low budget. Based on what they got out of it, it's a goddamn fucking miracle. Every penny <laughs> of it is on the screen, man. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Um, low budget cyberpunk body horror. Um, if you browse the Wikipedia uh, page, you will see the word cult approximately 23 times. Cult, 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 cult. Uh, yep. 60, only 67 minutes. That's why you, uh, you know, stretch a dollar out a little bit more. Yeah. Not the full hour and a half. This um, movie is also known for its just like borderline nightmarish shooting. Borderline? Uh, I mean, like, obviously the movie itself, but oh, like you the visuals. The... But the actual shooting of it was apparently just horrendous because. It looks um, like it. Yeah, I don't know how you could not make it horrendous. They like the so uh, part of the body. I'm just gonna get straight to the meat here. Part of the body horror of this movie is this dude's got bits of metal coming out of his body. You know, is out of his skin, mm -hmm. and they have practical effects for all of that. And what they did was rather than make like kind of like a um, a a separation of of fake skin between the metal and you know, his actual flesh. It is just pieces of metal glued to his fucking face. And, uh, like they, they, they would just like break things and, and stick it onto his face. And, uh, and apparently it was just horribly, horribly irritating. And he would be in the costume for hours at a time. And also like none of these people are getting paid. Um, because they're, they're all like theater actors, like, like experimental theater actors. None of them are filmmakers per se. And uh, it's just like this crazy labor of love project shot over the course of like two years. Uh, oh. I mean, pretty sweet movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, directed by Shinya Tsukamoto, who's done other cult movies that I haven't heard of. Two sequels to this. There are, there are, there are three yes. films in the Tetsuo Aaron Tetsuo 2 and then um, Tetsuo something. Tetsuo 2 was, um, let's see, this was 89, and then uh, Tetsuo 2 Body Hammer, 92, Tetsuo the Bullet Man, 2010, 
No, here you go. Interesting. Yeah, this is, when I say cyberpunk horror film, it is very much like you imagine. Um, it's, uh, the poster says, um, and I quote, suppose the David, L- nope, excuse me. Starting over. <laughs> okay. Quote, suppose the David's Lynch and Cronenberg, end quote. <laughs> so that's, oh, uh, and you know what? Yeah. I think so. More Cronenberg than Lynch. I'd yes. Say. Um, but it's a black and white body horror film about a man who, uh, it's just metal stuff keeps happening to everyone. You learn later that it's just really a, about a bunch of, it's a movie about two perverts fighting each other. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, did you see this recently? Uh, I saw it probably four or five months ago, but I remember all of it pretty okay. vividly. I mean, it's burned in your it's brain. To- <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the soundtrack is, we I mean, haven't mentioned the soundtrack yet. It's fucking incredible. It's like just harsh, industrial, fucking just chugging industrial beats the entire yes, time. It's very, very simple synths, like horror synths. And uh, every frame of this movie is a Nine Inch Nails album cover. Yep, yep. Jets <laughs> uh, just this stuff. I mean, it's it's before that, so it's you know a bit of ahead of its time. But you know, this is just sort of what the '80s and '90s looked like a lot, uh, I guess. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's there's so much uh, there's so much metal, like um, there's the strategy a lot of the time for a lot of these shots seems to be just finding unintelligible masses of metal and filming them really fucking up close. Um, and then you just can't see anything but metal for the rest of the movie. Like there's every shot. You just, I just started noticing the metal and everything There's a really good sequence where he's running away from someone and they're keeping these, these uh, shots where it's, uh, just pointed up at the ceiling and there's all these, um, all these two tubes or, you know, vents, made of metal mm-hmm. running and it's, it's metal everywhere and i couldn't really tell what was going on the move the first 20 minutes of the movie is just like a nightmare and then it's like all right then he fucks a hot bitch yeah there's like a the, the most erotic drill cock scene you've ever seen in a movie ever well it's a regular well quote-unquote regular sex scene and then he grows a drill penis but yeah um, um the the i the the point in which I was just in awe of this movie, because I mean, it's definitely entertaining the entire time and the body horror elements of it are really neat. And, you know, a lot of the fun is trying to piece together what the fuck is actually happening. Uh, but the end sequence of the film is sublime. <laughs> it's just sublime. It's a crazy fucking anime fight, basically, where they did stop motion, um, stop motion movement with all the cameras in a way I've never seen it done before. And, <sighs> they go for this crazy over-the-top action scene that looks like fucking Dragon Ball, where they're charging up punches and flying at each other at fucking 100 miles per hour and just running down alleyways to fight and shit. It's amazing. Um, and uh, it's truly inspired filmmaking. Yeah, it, like, I... And the thing is, and this is nothing against the film at all, you know, sometimes you're really not in the mood to watch a cyberpunk body horror. Uh-huh. And I really was not. And I still oh, thought no. the mo- and I still thought the movie was good, but at some point I was just like, "Man, do you really need to do to do stop motion for everything?" 
everything. Mm. Like I feel like half this movie is stop motion, and it's not. It's not great stop motion. Like there, it's not smooth. It's there's it's so unsmooth that it becomes sort of like it an artistic style unto itself. Yeah, it's an aesthetic choice at a certain. But point. Uh, but it's like it's some uh, it's some harsh stop motion, and it's everything. Mm. And I'm just like, God damn, could there maybe have been a way for you to have done this without? Uh, totally you know while allowing me to know what the fuck is going on in this scene because it's the stop motion of things happening that i just can't physically wrap my mind around what's happening on the screen this is how i felt about the the other movie we covered where at a certain point i'm just like i'm just gonna lean back and let it wash over me and it's gonna be crazy visual (laughs) stimulation that you've and the likes of which i've never seen before um yeah, I was the once you just start I started, you know, kind of re-examining the battle sequence as a as a, a an anime fight and it started to make a lot more sense to me. Which um, part was even a battle though? There's the part where they're supposed to be fighting but they're just like stop motioning through the their the streets of the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the that's what I'm thinking oh, of. Okay. Cuz they're just kind of zooming around. I don't remember much like combat happening. Happening. Yeah, it's a chase, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's more of a more of a chase scene. They they got like rocket arms at a certain point. I don't know. They have rocket feet. Yeah, one guy has a flamethrower for for one scene. Um, there's like this giant metal. They they form together. They 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 solve their differences actually. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know if it's really a. I don't know. No, one guy has much of a choice, but yeah, they kind of. They combine, become an even grosser metal monster man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, they—they're d- d- gonna take over the world, I guess. Yep. Yeah, no, they do. Uh... I don't know. Uh, sorry, you Japanese cut, out pun, the, cut out there for a second. Oh yeah, my internet cut out. I was asking. Um... Are both of them Tetsuo? Or is the two of is the big guy them combined? Is that Tetsuo? Uh, I guess so. Or maybe uh, Tetsuo was some kind of pun that I don't understand. Um. Say. Either way, I, I I think it's worth watching, uh, just for the sheer inventiveness and the tenacity that they that they had to have had to finish this fucking movie, because this one seems like. Sometimes I'm watching a movie and I'm like, oh my god, I cannot believe they fucking did this. This just seems like such a nightmare. But yeah, this one in particular like, seems like a real motherfucker. Most, most of this movie is just me being, being like, god, this seems like such a pain in the ass. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so much fucking metal everywhere. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah uh, these squibs and these fucking rocket fucking shit. Fuck you, drill penis. Ugh. It's, it's fucking, it's a nightmare enough to light a movie and make a thing out of metal. And then, yeah, we're going to shoot whenever we have the fucking chance. And, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy movie. Um, I, Everyone's I think it's way too close to the ADR mics. <laughs> like, no matter what's going on in the scene, no matter how far away someone is, he's just fucking right in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear, like, mouth sounds and crackling and shit. It's nothing but mouth sounds. It's the most Japanese shit ever. Um... um the story is I only learned after I read the Wikipedia article. It's uh, I couldn't I didn't know who which guy was which, partly because of the metal and partly because, uh, you know, 
The metal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, they look similar because of the metal. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's this guy who has like some kind of metal fetish, uh, like that, like that furry who got his hands cut off, but like that, but with metal. And uh, he uh, he gets hit by a car, and then I couldn't tell what was going on for a while, and then I read, and I was like, oh, okay, the the main character is the guy who hits him with the car, and his girlfriend, and the vision. He keeps having this vision of two people fucking in the woods, and that's what confused me, because he was having a vision, like, in the third person of himself fucking in the woods, and uh, the, the metal thing that's, like, haunting them is uh, is this guy they hit. But mostly it's about the about the effects. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think it's totally worthy of its cult status. I would consider myself... I, haven't viewed it again yet, but I will at some point. I would consider myself to be a likely candidate to, of the cult. I, I, it's hard to I, make something like this and have it not be a cult following. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty, pretty impressed by it when I saw it. It was a hell of a fucking experience. Listen to the soundtrack. The soundtrack's louder than or longer than the actual movie itself. It's like three hours <laughs> of music made for this movie. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Yeah, and the soundtrack's goddamn fucking ripping sounds like fucking doom like the original doom yeah um the other thing i took away from this movie is that man people in japan in the 80s really liked michael jackson huh (laughs) because there's some scenes where people are just freaking out but they're just dancing like michael like michael jackson everybody liked michael jackson in the 80s dog that's true yeah but they even put him in their body horror films you know that's dedication he, has, he gets fucked by a butt tube. Uh, what else goes on? The lady says nothing scares me for like 10 minutes, and then she goes, ah, when she sees the metal face. He fucks her to death. This is a 67 minutes long, and it felt like three goddamn hours to me because it's just a nightmare. This, is, this, movie, this whole movie is like when you have a day off and you wake up and you go back to sleep because you can sleep in, and then you have two hours of nightmares. Oh, I know all about just, those. And you just keep fucking having them, and it's just hell for for hours. That's what this feels like. It's just like, God, I woke up and I went back to sleep, and then I was fucking this... I was covered in these metal bits, and I fucking fucked this girl, and then I was in a bathtub, <laughs> and then I just... I, had a, I, I was licking a sausage, and then I fucking uh... happened again, and then I... I was flying around town. I didn't make any sense, and I got hit by a car, and I was... I merged with another man. And I looked in the mirror, and I pinched this thing on my cheek, and it exploded, and I was covered in blood, and I was fucking... Uh, uh. That's what it's like. So, uh... Go watch it. I if guess. you're into that, yeah, go for it, man. <laughs> I, I Who's think that homo guy? Oh, yeah, I, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait and he, also he has an Uzi at the end. He brings out an Uzi. But okay, yeah, who's the hobo? I don't know. I have no answer for you. Oh, okay. I was hoping he would have the answer. He's cool. Um, yeah, I, I... Look, man. <laughs> get get drunk and watch it with some pals, I guess. Like, it, I, you'll have a good time. I, you'll never you'll never see anything else like it. So, oh, except it. for the other two. Yeah, but are except those for the other two the movies style? that are exactly like it. Are those movies in the style though? I don't know. Have you seen them? No. Oh well, okay then. Uh, yeah, hell of a time. Continued. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, all right. So, the companion piece that we watched that's actually anime to go along with this um, precedes that film by two years. 1987. Uh, it's called uh, Take the X-Train or X-Train de Ico. Uh. Excuse me. Excuse you. Uh, you are excuse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Directed by Rintaro, as you pointed out. Uh, Shigeyuki Hayashi. He is a co-founder of Madhouse, and he is 78 years old now. Damn. Bummer. Still kicking, baby. He uh, he did the he directed the Galaxy Express 39 movie that we watched years ago. Yes. And also X 1999 and Metropolis. Yeah, Metropolis, that's probably one of the most well-known ones. Yeah, I think that's probably what he's most well-known for, at least in the West. I'm sure people know 3-9 overseas, but... I don't know if he did the series. Maybe it was Well, just... I, I think he just did the movie, but still, it's like... Um, the OVA is also Madhouse. It's 50 minutes. Um, and I watched this one first, because uh, the other one looked scary, and I was... Like, <laughs> I was... I wanted to I wanted to just sort of hang out. Um this one has low ratings on uh, on the anime websites on my anime lists and etc. Um but uh, you go in and uh it's about uh, a mysterious a mysterious train. It's about a goofball and a mysterious train. Yes. All also uh the one, the rip I had, laser disc rip. Very psyched about that. Yeah, I mean, I was very happy with that. That's high quality. It's 480p, baby. Hell yeah. Progressive scan, not even interlaced. Um, I lost my notes for the first 15 minutes of this. I tried to recreate them. Um, because my Windows decided. This is why I'm not updating to Windows 10 because my fucking laptop decided to auto update or something and it just fucked my notes. Oh I guess. no. Um. I was doing laundry at my mom because I was looking at looking after their cats, and I decided to watch this movie over there, uh, or this OVA, and then I fell asleep in the middle of the OVA. Ended up staying over there until 11:30 p.m. doing laundry. Anyways, um, the dialogue reminded me of Monogatari. It was very, it's very fast-paced, and a lot of crazy pianos in the background. Yes. Oh, it's uh, also dedicated to Duke Ellington. We have to throw that out there. What? The movie's dedicated to Duke Ellington. This this appears before the the, the movie and the version Not that Duke I Wellington? watched. Duke uh, Wellington. Duke Wellington. Uh, you're thinking of no. Duke Ellington is the name of the jazz musician. Oh, who's Duke Wellington? I don't know if there is a Duke Wellington. Maybe the Duke of Wellington, which is an area. Yeah, yeah. Duke Duke of uh, uh, Wellington is a place in Great Britain, but oh Christ, Duke Ellington would be the the musician. No, you can be a Duke of Wellington, like Arthur Wellesley. Yeah, 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 but this is dedicated to Duke Ellington. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you might know him for his song, Take the A-Train. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this makes marginally more sense now. A little bit, maybe. Not a ton. Uh, uh, well, actually, yeah, not, not really a ton. No, not at all. Not at all, actually. Um, look at that. Look at this beautiful African-American gentleman. So hap, so cheerful. Um, yeah, really s- strange 
fast dialogue with crazy jazz in the background. Um, and there's a, it's, it's one of those OVAs. It's, it's very, um, cartoony except when it's not like, there's a lot of cartoony sound effects, uh, a lot of really silly sound effects. There's a lot of like, um, on screen sound bubbles, thought yeah, bubbles, yeah. dialogue bubbles, really weird. It's just very silly cartoonish, but then some parts aren't very silly or cartoony. There's um, a and the some characters are, are really short. Good. Some really good sound design. Sometimes the train makes crazy fucking cool noises that I liked a lot. Um, our characters are rather squat. They don't have very long legs, um, and and they kind of have a unique look to them. Uh, I liked it. I like the way that they look. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. So there's, it. I said it's like Monogatari, but with fewer camera angles. There are some scenes that are just kind of wide shots. Um. There's a bizarre sex question mark scene. I don't even remember that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They they go to a it goes to a Rabu hotel with his lady friend. That sounds about right. Um. And it's. There's, it's a, so he, okay, our main character, he's like a PR rep for like a train company or some shit. Yeah, I think he's like low man on the totem pole there, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to really tell what he's doing, but, um, because, you know, you can only, you can only cram so much story into 15 minutes. Uh, and he's like, and, uh, I don't know what's happening with him, but then a weird electrical train starts running through stations and fucking fucking with shit there's a there's a really cool truck i know that we're supposed to be talking about trains but there is a cool truck in here uh looks real nice um is he uh he gets he gets captured by some strange organization what's happening to him before he gets captured he's just kind of pissing around man okay. uh there are people that are aware of the train and he's like trying to explain it as if he knows a lot about it, but like, but not in like a way he actually knows, but more just he's trying to appear like he knows, you know. I know. His nose uh, has been bleeding a lot. He keeps getting nosebleeds. Yeah, something. Yes, yeah, strange things are happening to him. He, uh, I, I really like the interrogation scene. Uh, he's in this dark room. There's very harsh lighting, and they're asking him all these questions that don't really make sense. Yes. Like, uh. Like asking that, about people he doesn't know. Like yeah, like that Blade Runner movie or but even weirder where they're just asking like if he's had dream they ask him if he's had a dream about having a heart transplant. Mm-hmm. And uh I really like the idea of of a of it puts you in the position of being interrogated about something you don't know shit about, which I like. Then I think he escapes. Yes, I think it was on like a weird fucking trek in a van. He gets a van somehow. Yeah, this is I, he the... ends up in a van, I would say. Yeah, it's, again, they don't elucidate on everything. It's only 50 minutes, and they got to cram a lot of shit in there. So he ends up in a van, you know? Um, and he does something to the train that I don't understand, I've written. There's a, there's a kid who's about to get hit by, hit by the X train, and he does something. Um, but it's just like these huge bolts of electricity that run along, you know, the train tracks and... In town and in the the whole country, I don't know, but uh, someone 
They're these two two cool guys. They're always really harshly backlit in suits. Uh, and they tell him that he has ESP. Um, yes. And uh, that he's like connected to the train somehow. I do have to and, say, what was the impetus? What, what was the the message we got from Robin Mask, where he's asking us to watch these things? Did he say they were basically the same? If I'm, or am I misremembering? He said they were about the same thing. Uh, I mean, he must have a fucking crazy take on this. I'd love to. <laughs> They're both about dudes turning into metal. Uh, I mean, yeah, vaguely, but like about versus, you know, I don't know. Uh, take now. It's time for take the X train and Tetsuo the Iron Man. They're both an hour long and are surprisingly about the exact same thing. Okay, well, exact is a little bit much. <laughs> he was See? maybe he was maybe leading us along a little bit with the word exact. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, that's like saying that uh, uh, I'm trying to like uh, uh, Galaxy Quest and Star Wars are about the same thing. You know, like like you they're sci-fi films. They have a little bit of humor in them, but, uh, you know, not quite, my man. <laughs> he just wanted us to watch him. Look. That's fine. Hey, man, like, you could just say it. Would you just say watch these things at the same time? And I'll be like, okay, why not? Sure. You know? Fuck. They're yeah. pretty short. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, he decides to take on the train, and he chickens out. And um, they're, like, a lot of this reminded me of, like, Mandy or something it's like it was just like really wild harsh psychedelic synths and and neon colored slow motion Mm -hmm. shots of stuff happening so it's uh yeah it's it's really uh it's a really aggressive i really i really love the look of the movie i I, there's there's sequences that are like in the love hotel part of tokyo and it's basically just backgrounds of billboards and nothing else um like there's no like sidewalks or anything there's kind of walking through a field of billboards it's interesting Mm. yep 80s um and um yeah it's just like he's driving around in this van but then the he really has to take on the train and really like it's uh this is all just sort of building towards the ending which like i was sort of lukewarm on this until the ending which i think kind of makes it all worth it um, because first of all, it types all right on the screen. Yes, it does. <laughs> and then he becomes like a skeleton train. Yes, a giant fucking metal skeleton train. Yeah, because that looks ex- like some shit out of fucking uh, uh, heavy metal two thousand or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the X train was like some kind of like they don't use this term, but like some kind of like almost antimatter counterpart to an actual train that was in like storage in a shed somewhere mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like I, I would understand this more if i watched it a second time but um he like jumps in front of the x train uh they cancel each other out and then he merges with it again merging similar themes yeah the yeah but um but then uh yeah they you know they find this train and he's a he's a skeleton train and it's fucking awesome <laughs> yeah yeah, that's that's some sick shit. It is really fucking sick. Uh, yeah, all worth it. It's like an internal shot, like he's a skeleton inside a train, and he's gonna become some kind of ghost train, like Ghost Rider, but with a train. Fuck, I wish that were me. Fuck, I wish that train was me. 
I wish I was the train I, so people I, could go into me. I want to be that train. Also, this is Konami, I guess. Yeah, we, yes, the Konami logo at the beginning threw me off. What? <laughs> what? They were really yeah. into the multimedia multimedia thing. They used know? to make video games and media. Although and now they see, make patchy slots. Well, did you see that like Japan just instituted some anti-gambling law? And Konami was like, we are so dedica- dedicated to video games. Boy, howdy. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> they can't backtrack it, man. You, you oh, they can. Why wouldn't they? They cock teased us so many times. Well, they people—they're not gonna abandon. People aren't gonna abandon Konami. You know, they have properties, like, but they just like they might be going a bit heavier on video games from now on. Hey, wouldn't it be great if Silent Hills came back? Wouldn't you like that? How oh, would you like a Silent no, Hills? They, they're, not, they're, not, they're not that stupid. They know people would be pissed if they did Silent Hills without Kojima. But uh, you know, they got what Castlevania. They got uh, uh, Castlevania. Castlevania doesn't matter. People throw around Castlevania like it's a tentpole franchise, as if people have cared about Castlevania since 2D platforming was a thing on the there, PlayStation. There have been 1. fucking 80 Metroidvania indie games in the last two years. People love fucking. It, uh, the, the well's dry. Like the, the it's fucking tapped. Like this, I don't know what you're gonna do in that fucking form. It's done. Like I. I, I, I it think had it's name recognition. It's fucking yeah, that's fine. But like, is it gonna be a great game? Like, who wh- cares? I mean, it has name recognition. You don't know how uh, shit works. It has name recognition. People say there's new Castlevania. You listen. Just oh like my god, my new, dad, my dad told me about Symphony of the Night. Just like you hear there's new Borderlands, and you go, oh my god, Epic Bacon, fucking. Uh, have Zimbabwe. you seen? Have you have you seen some jokes from that new Borderlands? No. Holy shit. It is like... They did it again. Everything people say about Borderlands, like, they did... They took nothing into account. It's just fucking memes. It's unbelievable. The thing that's good about Borderlands is that fucking super addictive loot grind gameplay, Ooh. though. Yeah, it's true. So good. So those loot mm. holes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck, I was... I, dude, straight up, I was like, fuck. <laughs> do I do I do I have do I have time to lose half of my life to Borderlands Three? Probably not. I got a new card though. Can you imagine how nice it would look on my new card? Ooh, what'd uh, you get? Was, I got it. I got a twenty seventy. So it's like you oh, know, card. God, I thought you said car. <laughs> no, no. I wish I got a fucking new car. Oh well, my god. The, well, but like, apparently, I just thought like you said. Imagine how good Borderlands would look on my new car, and I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Yo, I got yeah. the I got the suicide dude on the side of my whip. Yeah, yeah. And then I got well, Joker. I, mean, I got Joker's face on the front. Yeah, yeah. Borderlands is easy to, easy to run though. I don't know if you need a nice car for Borderlands. Yeah, but I could play it in the 4K. You could. You could. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I I fucking got so much fun out of Borderlands too. The game did get a lot better once. Uh, I played it like two years after it released. And they had a bunch of like giveaway keys and stuff, mm-hmm. and you could just open these loot chests for hours at a time until you got like perfect gear, and they went and fucking crush all the fucking campaign missions. It's great, great time. Nice. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what we're we talking about? Oh, take the X train. Take the X train. Um. It was pretty rad. This shit's whacked the fuck out. <laughs> I can either go pee right now or we can end the podcast in the next 10 seconds. We're going to end All the right. podcast in the next seconds. Uh, 10 seconds, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. If that's fine sure. with you. I mean, like, I, you, you said you have to be um, up early in the morning. 
That's uh, true. I do have to be up early. Yeah, we watched these. They were pretty good. Um, uh, I, I think you guys got your fill of our sweet conversational abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, this the Demon Skull Train is sick. Uh, I think sure. I got more enjoyment out of Tetsuo. Might have been tainted by the fact I saw it in a theater, which helped a lot. Hmm. Take the X Train's a little bit meandering for my taste. I guess it doesn't have like the level of focus that I'm looking for, but that's kind of the nature of the experimental genre. What you got? I liked it. Um, and quick update in Declan's homebrewing adventures. I was agonizing trying to figure out how I would make a hard apple cider because you need to find some good cider. And I was reading, I was, I was read. what I was reading was, man, if you buy that store-bought cider or store-bought apple juice, it comes out watery. It's not good. I'm like, damn, how do I get good apple cider with no preservatives? And then I realized, I remembered that I live next to a fucking apple orchard. Yeah, dude, you're in the, you know where you'd be. <laughs> what the fuck? That's all there is to do. So today That's every I went, date I went on. So today I went down to the apple orchard. I picked up two gallons of cider. I'm in business, baby. You fucking I got, bastard. I had a, I had a, uh, and I needed, I needed a, a pair of dress shoes. I went to the mall, had a $70 gift card, was buying $90 shoes. Turns out they had a 30% sale on. Oh, shit. Total came to $68. Free shoes, motherfucker. This guy's uh, wild. What do you need dress shoes for? Uh, I gotta go, I gotta go to a dress event. Um, and I had to pick up some shoes real fast. The ones I have, nasty, old. Dude, I, I, uh. I pulled my dress shoes out of storage and they were literally moldy. <laughs> <laughs> you got some wet shoes. Uh, uh, before, before you go pee, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I was just asked by a friend the other day, have, do I know anything about Steins gate? And my answer was no, I know nothing about Steins gate. Oh, Apparently it's really it's good. You should probably watch though. it. Yeah. I was thinking about it. How long is it? It's 24 episodes. Okay, maybe we can make a Steinsgate happen if you would want to talk about it. I would talk about it. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like such a classic that I don't even know what to say about it, but uh, it's great. You could live vicariously through me. Yeah, no, I would, you should totally watch it. You need to, you have to watch Steinsgate at some point. I won't let you die without yeah, watching no, Steinsgate. Yeah, no, I told my friend, it's like, yeah, it's something I'll inevitably watch in the next like five years, but uh, let's make it happen soon. Uh, okay. Also, if you want to vicariously live through people, um, I was introduced to the YouTube subgenre of people uh, of black people listening to rock music for the first time. <laughs> uh, that's a delight. That's just a treat. Do- that does sound great. Because uh, they because like they'll listen to like Queen and they've never heard, you know, I, I, I to what degree it's real or not, you know. Okay, no, I can't. I'll be right back. I'll be right go, back. Go 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 go. Uh, whatever you know, obviously, what what degree it's it's real or not is up to your own discretion. But I uh, I got a, a kick out of people watching Queen for the first time, listening to Bohemian Rhapsody. It's like I'm just so cynical and over that song. And watching somebody else get a lot of enjoyment out of it was a, a delight. Um, they love Metallica. I say they. People who are, who are unfamiliar with them. This is probably going to end my political career. Uh, but people who are unfamiliar with the rock music and metal music, sh- you know, genres, get a kick out of Metallica. Um, like hearing them listening to "Ride the Lightning" and and uh, "For Whom the Bell Tolls" for the first time is just is amazing. Such a great time. 
because uh, stuff that I take for granted and listen to, you know, like weekly. Uh, what else is good? Uh, yeah, Time by Pink Floyd. Watch people watch Time by Pink Floyd because, you know, the words have basically burned into my mind forever, etched in there by psychedelics. And so uh, hearing people listen to those lyrics and be like, wow, this is profound, but stuff that... <laughs> Stuff that is quaint to me at this point. Uh, what else musically? I've been listening to a lot of Maisie Star, Mazzy Star. It's M A Z Z Y Star. Uh, that's some really enjoyable, kind of like almost Americana dream pop stuff. That's been really great. I've been listening to uh, what the fuck, Julie goes brightly. I'm gonna have to look it up. Hold on. But that's that's been great. Uh oh, it is so tonight that I might see is the name of the record. Um, yeah, I got turned on to them because she, the the lead vocalist of Mazzy Mazzy Star, Mazzy Star, uh, dated a homeboy from Jesus and Mary Chain at one point in the '90s, and she's on a Jesus and Mary Chain record for a song, and the feature is beautiful. Uh, so that's, that's definitely worth listening to. Um, I listened to two record. It's pretty good. It's like a little, maybe a little too heady as far as being into their own kind of just riffiness and, and getting deep into grooves without really progressing them in a meaningful way. Talk about uh, an album. Yeah. I'm, I'm just talking about music. I was talking about how, uh, time watching people watch time by Pink Floyd for the first time is awesome. Uh, oh yeah. And, and then I was listening. How does, it, how does it feel, motherfucker, to to be alone while your co-host pisses? It was all right. Mm-hmm. I can talk. I can talk for goddamn ever. So yeah. Um. So well, I feel like we got a little rushed there in the last few couple minutes. Now I feel like we can end things gracefully. Oh yeah. Uh, now no no stress. Stress free podcast. I bought my Super Bowl tickets today. Holy Buff- shit. What? Buffalo Buffalo Bills going. They're going. Josh Allen. He's going to take them all the way. They're 2 and 0 yeah. right now. What? So you wait, but you're going I, I did no I did I didn't actually buy Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say is that even possible? Can you Yeah. Can you oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you buy you buy Super Bowl tickets like well before you even have an idea of who's going to be in it. Wow. Uh, I am going to the Thanksgiving Bills game though. That'll be fun. That's in uh it's in Dallas. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty soon. So you gotta buy shoes. I gotta buy a whole outfit um, uh, because I've been going so hard at the gym. I like lost like two belt sizes and and uh, put on a lot of like weight. You know, a lot of uh, muscle in my shoulders. So nothing fits me right anymore. And oh, I need. Weird. I'm going to a wedding in in October. Um, Not as a photographer. Uh, I, I'm, it is my friend's wedding. He's flying me out, and I'm just going to shoot the ceremony, and then I'm going to hang out the rest of the night. Um, and then I, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to wear a turtleneck because that, like, you know, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go through all the effort of getting cut just to put a sweater over everything, right? Like, I feel like the turtleneck is the ultimate as far as an acceptable form-fitting clothes, you know. Like, I don't think people, if you wear like a form fitting shirt to a wedding, you're going to look like an asshole. 
But if you wear a form-fitting turtleneck, you look like you're, you're flexing. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Yeah, turtleneck will fit you no matter what. Yep. No matter how your musculature. It'll wrap around my rippling thighs. <laughs> yep. Uh, I would like to watch some more Rintaro work. Um, yeah, you we, said you wanted to watch Metropolis. Yeah, I'd love to watch Metropolis. I'd love to watch X as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking, you know, what I was thinking about was, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you, I don't think you've seen, have you seen uh, uh, Perfect Blue or Paprika or Millennium Actress no, or anything? I haven't seen any of Satoshi Kon. Satoshi Kon's, no. Uh, I was thinking about it last night. Uh, I think. I, I, my, so my opinion of an Inception as a film has developed quite a bit throughout the years. When I watched it initially, I thought it was pretty entertaining. And then I kind of had a whole like, oh, it's like a dumbed down sort of, you know, Western version of Paprika because I watched Paprika after that point. And then after that, I kind of settled down a little bit after my next viewing of Paprika because I'm like, it's not that similar. Like there are a couple of scenes that are, similar and and the idea itself is obviously identical but my most i was sitting in bed last night and i realized that inception permanently tainted my perspective on paprika and i i will never be able to see paprika for the first time without having seen inception and everybody from this point forward and probably until the end of time will know of the idea of a movie about jumping into dreams before they even watch paprika and uh, i hate it and I think it lessens the impact of that movie as a result um, because it's a, a masterwork. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie and it's forever ruined because Christopher Nolan's fucking Bravo Nolan hollow facsimile. <laughs> All right. Also perfect. Blue's great. I'll, I'll still probably like it. If I watch oh, it. it's awesome. It's so good. I cried. I cried in the theater, and not even because it was like like a emo- like an emotionally moving moment. I cried during the opening sequence. <laughs> I, was, I cried during the <laughs> credits because I was so in awe of of Satoshi Kon's fucking creative genius. Uh, but, yeah, definitely watch Perfect Blue and and Paprika whenever you get the chance because fucking a, those are two like perfect movies. Uh, and then I I'll need to watch Millennium Actress again and. Uh, Tokyo Godfathers as well, but um, I haven't seen those in quite a few years. Neat. Yep. Okay, well, this one might be over. Mage wants us to play Gungrave and Gungrave Overdose. Why would we watch it? This is an anime podcast. What do you think you're talking to? What is Gungrave? Uh, It's a third-person shooter video game developed and published by Red Entertainment. Sega in North America and Activision in Europe. Oh, this looks like Trigun, but but vampire. Gungrave follows his main character through a variety of stages on a path of revenge. Revenge. Yeah, mm. this this just looks That's a whole lot anime. like that. Yeah. Trigun. Anim- anime is pretty well respected. I think. Or it's at least iconic. I don't know if it's good. Maybe we can we- find out. We need to watch something a little bit more grounded. That's got to be our next thing. Something gotta, a little more grounded. We got to watch Razifon, like that journalist oh, lady boy. did. We got enough time until uh, the fall season starts. We got more than two weeks. 
Oh, yeah, we can make Rise of Fun happen. That's uh, 26 episodes. Uh, yeah, like yeah, we could probably do Rise of Fun. I'd probably want a little bit longer than that. Maybe we do it on the other side of the, the season, but we'll see. We'll talk about it. Yep. Our, one of our two fans said that we shouldn't do seasonal previews anymore, and I say, fuck that. But that's the whole point. That's like the fun. I, I mean, you don't like it too bad. It's, it, dude, it's just quick and punchy. We watch it. Tear it from my cold hands. Yeah, I, 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 there was a point where I thought we shouldn't do it. Learn nope. to stop worrying and love that. the recap. Okay. Yeah, seasonal recap. I, uh, that's for me. I don't care what you think, motherfuckers. All right. Well, um, fear, fear of the Koto. Yeah, I mean, we really should have done more with the Koto. What? We get to watch the first episode of the next season. It's, I mean, it's more like the second core, but yeah, sure, I guess. All right. Uh, all right. Well, that was two sort of movies. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to end it. Oh, right. I end with music. Hold on. I hope it's Duke Wellington. I fucking hate that guy. Oh, with a train theme this episode, even though only half of it was train themed. Anything cool to say before the musical intro uh, stops? Who, who the fuck said we shouldn't do recaps? Um, what's his name? What do you have to say to Truro? Um, I mean, I gotta say, to each their own, but that's some shit taste there, friend. There you go. What, what's, the, what's there to dislike, really? We get to talk about a little bit of everything. There's tons of variety. Uh, I mean, obviously, we don't go that far. And a lot of the episodes are basically the same, but we skip over things that are pretty slow for the most part. I don't feel like we invest a lot of time in things that aren't interesting to talk about. I guess maybe he just doesn't like the fact that we 